what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome. I am your host, Brett Dupree, here with you the first sermon of the Church of Awesome. Thank you for staying with us since the introduction as I continue this unfolding of this wonderful ability to be ourselves, be our true selves, and embrace the reality of our situation on earth to be our best selves by choice. Basically, the Church of Awesome works by, you could say, download or upload. It's just coming from the heart. This is me speaking from the heart. If you're watching on the live stream or you can watch the live stream later, you'll see I have no notes. No notes in my hand. There's no notes in front of me. There's no teleprompter. Well, you couldn't really see that because the live stream isn't all-encompassing and I could have something hidden, but I don't. You'll just have to trust me, I guess. So that brings us down to the first sermon of the Church of Awesome, the most important part of Church of Awesome. Basically, if you watched or read a book, any book, a lot of times you can look at the cover, and on that cover you could see almost everything you need to know about the book on how to live your life special. For instance, feel the fear and do it anyway, bam, that's what you do. You feel that fear. You do it anyway. Five second rule. Oh, I should count to five before I do anything. Count to five so I don't feel that fear. So I don't let fear consume me. It's right there in the cover. Well, the first sermon of the Church of Awesome is that simple. Be awesome. This might sound simple, but action in actuality, it is not 100% simple. There are many, two main aspects of this commandment. For one, I remember when I was 26 years old. Yes, I was close to 30, then I was 20. I remember waking up that morning feeling the breeze, summer, because I'm a summer baby. The smell of the flowers, the look of my face. As I thought to myself, what am I doing with my life? I am afraid all the time. I can't talk to women. All I want to be is loved. But unfortunately, my fears are keeping me from being loved. That is why I am going to make a decision to change my life. And then that decision was etched on my soul and became my obsession. Which means in life, being awesome needs to be your obsession. You need to make that decision to be awesome. That is one of the most important parts of any personal development group. You have to make that decision. You have to make that commitment. You need to make the commitment to be your best self because it's going to be hard. There's going to be times in your life when things are going swimmingly. You're doing great. Then all of a sudden, bam, life will knock you down. And you have to rely on that decision to get back up and move forward. With that decision at that time, I read every book I can. I listened to every workshop I could find. I listened to Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, mostly actually pickup artists like David Data and David X and Mystery and all those people. But that's where I was at that time. 
But they led me to Tony Robbins. They led me to The Secret. They led me to Abraham. They led me to people who built me up. And then I did the work because I made the decision. And that is what I'm making here today with you, my friends. I am making the decision to be awesome. I am making the decision to live this church's commandments, starting with the first one, listening, living the teachings, being the teachings, making the decision that this is the life that I live, that I strive for each moment of awesomeness, not perfectionism, awesomeness, allowing myself to fold, allow myself to mess up, allowing myself to eat a box of Oreos, allowing myself to feel unloved, allowing myself to think of quitting of all this, allowing myself to mess up because I'm making the decision to be awesome and I recognize that I'm not making the decision to be perfect. I'm not making the decision to not make mistakes. I'm not making the decision to not fall off my path. I'm making the decision to get back on when I fall because I am awesome. That is my decision. So if you're listening to this right now, I want you to say to yourself, I make the decision to be awesome. I make the commitment to be awesome. I am awesome. Now say that. I make the decision to be awesome. I make the commitment to be awesome. I am awesome. And once you do that, we need to discover what exactly awesome means to you. And of course, this might change over and over again. Might, it will change. Because you'll be growing as you grow. Your ideal, what is awesome, will change. But you need to know what it is. You need to know your ideal self to be awesome. What does that mean to you? How do you react in certain situations? How do you react to stress? How do you react to your loved ones? How do you wake up in the morning? How do you deal with vacations? How do you deal when life gets overwhelming? What is your ideal self in those situations? You need to know who you want to be as you made that decision. Because when I made that decision many years ago, I just wanted to be happy. And I recognize now, later, that decision wasn't enough. My ideal self was someone who can just talk to people and enjoy people, and that's where I am right now. People love me, and it's awesome that people love me. But it's time to take things to a whole new level. So when I think of my ideal self, I think of something greater than I was before, greater than I am now. Because life is all about moving forward and becoming your best self when you're part of this religion. And the reason why you need to know this, this is one of my favorite analogies from it. It's actually from Cinderella. Not Cinderella. It's actually from Alice in Wonderland. You can see why I got those mixed up. Two blonde ladies. They're totally different stories. But they're both Disney fairy tales. The, I believe it was in the book. Cinderella was walking down the road. And then she saw two paths. Up above her was a Cheshire cat. She asked the Cheshire cat. Where should I go? The Cheshire cat replied, Where are you going? She said, I don't know. And the Cheshire cat said, Then it doesn't matter. If you don't know where you're going and where you want to be, your personal development will kind of shape you more than you want 
to be shaped, shaped you in a way that you don't necessarily want to go. Plus, you don't know which books you want to pick up. You'll pick up any book, but you might mess up and pick up something by Jordan Peterson and then have your mind warped. So know who you want to be so that when you read those books, you know which books, you know which workshops that really mean something to you, know where you need to be drawn to, and also which information really pertains to you because there are a lot of people out there who will try to take advantage of you. Personal development, self-growth is a billion-dollar business, and there's no better way to make money in this business than to make you feel bad and then give you thus their solution to why you feel bad. Some may even create what made you feel bad. Do you want to know a little secret about Listerine? They created halitosis. They So they created a problem and they created a solution. Think about that. Think about all the personal development gurus out there who do create a problem and then say they are the solution so you need to know where to go plus there's people who are out there cults and that are not like the church of awesome that would want to take advantage of you so if you know where you want to go and who you want to be then that will decrease the chances of people being able to take advantage of you but also it gives you something to focus on i was actually in a i was hearing a talk by Elena Fairchild, and she was talking about going through this Qigong, increasing her chi for six weeks, where she had to give up a bunch of things. But on the third week, she had a punch through a marble slab. And the first time she punched it, all she hurt was her hand. And then they asked her if she was a healer, and that if you're thinking of healing the marble, making it stronger, but you have to if you want to punch through a marble slab, you need to punch through the slab. So the second time, she imagined herself on the other side of the slab and then hit it and she was able to break it. But basically, this is also the secret of breaking a board. I've done that. You don't visualize yourself punching the board. You visualize yourself punching through the board. So creating your ideal self what that means to you gives you somewhere to go something to focus on you start focusing on where you want to go instead of focusing on your problems because as with the marble slab as with the board if you focus on your problems you are making them stronger if you're focusing on your weaknesses if you're focusing on the things in your life that aren't going the way they are you make that area stronger what you resist persists where your focus goes energy flows so when you focus on where you are and what you don't want you will build up more of what you don't want as somebody who has been a life coach who has coached people Almost all of them start in the same spot of when I ask them what they want in their life, they talk about what they don't want. They talk about the things that are going wrong. But that's not the question I'm asking. I'm asking you what you want. When you think of your ideal self, don't think of it such a way. If you look at me on my live stream, you'll see that I am a bigger person. But if I think to myself that I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be out of shape. I am focusing on the fat. I'm focusing on the out of shape. When I hit the wall, when I go to punch the board of being out of shape, being bigger than I would like to be, I will hit the roadblocks of them. 
everything will seem bigger than it is. Going to the gym will seem harder. Working out at home will seem more difficult. Eating healthy will seem like a chore. But you focus on the fit self that you want to be and work backwards from there. You think to yourself, yes, I am doing this so that I can blink. It's like knowing your why. Simon Sinek talks about the importance of knowing your why. And if, as Les Brown says, if you know your why, you can do anyhow. When you think of your ideal self, know your why of you, why you want to be your ideal self, what you're serving, who you're serving. But is the purpose of this. Because as you focus on your ideal self, focus on why you want to be healthy, why you want to be great, why you want to just be a light within the darkness. That was something that came up on the talk. It was just Friday where someone was talking about just being a light and being a being instead of being surrounded by lighthouses, sometimes you need to find people who are boats. So they can find you and you can spread the light, little points of light inside corporations. The more light that we can put out in this world, the better it will be. So keep on focusing on growing your light and being your ideal self. Being awesome. Being awesome. The purpose of being awesome is more than just getting stuff. I know I pictured in being in better shape and smaller but it's not to look sexy in the mirror even though i think it'd be fun to do one of those weird bathroom selfies where you put your arm up and you're just looking all cute maybe maybe you know one of those awesome bro flexes to show my ripped abs ripped like jesus as greg behenderhurt used to say greg Barron. <laughs> but also that is empty as well it needs to be more than that because when it comes to being awesome, being awesome isn't just having lots of money, being in great shape. It isn't just living the life of your dreams. It's being the person that you are when you're most authentic, when you're most yourself. It's going to be more taking away than adding when you go forward to your ideal self, when you go forward to being awesome. Because when you meet truly awesome people, somebody who just you meet them and you just feel great just by being with them, you re- it's rarely because of the car they drive. It's not because they have an expensive watch. It's not even because they have a sweet family. No, it's by how they treat you and this freedom they have for being themselves. Because when you think of your ideal self This is not an invitation for you to dislike who you are. This is not an invitation for you to look at somebody else and think, I want to be them. Now, you can look at somebody and think, I like what they do, and I would like to incorporate an aspect of them into my ideal self. But this is not an excuse to envy. This is not an excuse to make you feel bad for where you are now and who you are. Especially not to feel bad of who you are not. This is not for you to say, oh man, I am not Beyonce. Life is not worth living. No. Being awesome is true authenticity. Because you were born awesome. You are born a great, wonderful person. And then life has come and given you reasons and excuses not to be who you are. Striving for perfection. 
A little baby doesn't think to think to themselves, I'm not good enough to walk. They just walk and they learn how to walk. And now it's time for you to learn how to be awesome. And just like that baby, you're going to fall on your butt. And it's time to keep on going. But as I was saying before, the important aspect of being awesome, the important aspect of thinking of your ideal self is to pick the qualities that resonate mostly with who you are, not who you think you should be. So this is going to be an unfolding and it's going to be a constant unfolding because you are going to pick aspects that you think are what you want. You're going to pick aspects that make you excited today when you build your ideal self. So that's the second assignment is after making the decision is to write down your ideal self. And some of the things you're going to write down, you're going to look at in a year from now, in five years from now, maybe even a week from now, and just cringe. You're going to be like, that's what I was into. That's what I thought would make me happy. That's what I thought was awesome. And there's nothing wrong with that. Always being, always becoming, always growing. So who you are, this isn't just a target. This is a moving target. You're going to be moving left and right and the target's going to be moving because you're going to be growing. And there's nothing wrong with that because life is, life is that way. And again, this is not being perfect. This is being awesome. And being awesome is recognizing that certain aspects of your life aren't working and it's time to change them. Even if they were awesome a month ago. Even if you created something, this amazing thing, and then all of a sudden you just have to let it go because at the time it was your awesome self. At the time it was. So this isn't setting something in stone. This is you creating something for you to move forward, to move, you to go towards. With the knowledge that as you move towards it and you grow, what you decide is your awesome self will change in time. It will. So that's an important thing to realize when it comes to being awesome is that who you are now as you strive towards your more ideal self, because this is ideal. And the idea is not to reach it. The idea is just to give you something to shoot for. The joy is in the journey, not the destination. And the thing is, this is, might be the saddest part. I don't know. But you're never going to reach it because you're always going to be wanting to grow. So recognizing that aspect and continually to move forward and celebrating the joy within the journey as you move forward to being your awesome self. Because as you strive to be awesome and you made the decision to be awesome, you are awesome. You're just making tweaks and changes and growth by making this your obsession by being the best you that you can be. And that is what's important. What's important is you made the decision. What the, what's important is that you're ready to make that journey. And I am here with you every week, right here. You can see me on Facebook Live right now. Each week, we will be building on it the Ten Commandments. Because why Ten Commandments? Because that's how many commandments you're supposed to have in a church or a religion. But things will build on that. In fact, some of the things I said today will be repeated because they're that important. They'll just be expanded upon. Thank you for taking this ride with me as we strive to be our awesome selves, as we strive to grow, as we strive to embrace our divinity. 
as we strive to reach an ideal that we will never reach. But as we move closer, we will be more awesome each day. The idea is today I will be more awesome than I was yesterday. And if I happen to be not, I will pick my butt back up and continue to move forward to be awesome. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon on the Church of Awesome. Now go forth and be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.